Yo, what's good? It's your boy Big Neil. Welcome back to another episode of Blessed Living. Hope all is well. Pray all is well. We have been uh, on the grind. I want to be more consistent with this. I have to make more time for it. But I still do work, y'all. I still work. I run my own business. And I also work with a third party that work with another big major corporation. Shout out to Amazon. Thank you for everything you've done for me and my family. And so, but I'm going to keep it, I come here as much as I can, when I can, and give some good knowledge, some good word. And I'm going to drop something on your mentor real quick, as usual. Going through my notes, see what I want to talk about today for sure. I have something in mind I want to talk about, and that is connecting to the right people. That's something I really want to talk about and put in your mind, because what happens with a lot of people that I have noticed, especially believers and creative people, you try to find people that are going to be like-minded like you. That's why I say creative, creators, creators creative people and believers you want to get around people that think like us have the same kind of um vibe as of a vibe as yourself as us and that's all and that's and that's great however it could be the worst possible thing you could possibly have i'm not kidding being around someone who think like you who wants to do the same thing you're doing and have the same kind of even 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 priorities it's not good i want to be around people who, who have the same values that can challenge me to have a different perspective that's the truth. Let's have the same values. Let's have the same values of what we do and how we believe and what you know how we live. But I sincerely need someone to give me different perspective, not just to challenge mine, but to correct mine and do it and, and do it in a way that it actually makes sense and it's actually real. Don't just correct me to understand your view. Correct me to a view. Correct me to a point where I can be taught something. And and sometimes to be taught something, you have to be around people who do not think like you. Don't even believe what you believe or how you believe it. But they have the same kind of values as you, as in family, um, hygiene, working out, belief system to a point. Because some of my good friends that I do uh, shoot pool with, as I say, as I get along with, they're Muslims, they're, um, they're Buddhists. One cat, he even dabbled in Confucianism. But, that, but our relationship isn't based on all the things that we believe, our value system of what we hold true to ourselves, how we treat our our, our, our family, our, our loved ones, our wives, all that good stuff. Because connecting to the right people is very, very, very important. I'm a believer. I went to school for religious arts and theology, so I, I, I still read a whole lot and I love history. But I also understand mm-hmm. that the only thing that stands true to the end of time for the beginning of time is the word of God. So I go to Proverbs 11, 14, it says, where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Now, one thing I want to say about the book, the book of the Bible, this book of the Bible, Proverbs, any book of the Bible, a lot of things you will see and find in the Bible. It does not always point to saying that if you do this thing in God's name, then it happened this way. What I'm saying is this. There's a principle that God is putting out in the Bible, in the word of God, that if you follow this principle, it works whether you're a believer or not. For instance, when I say something as if train up a child in the way that they should go and when they get older, they will not depart. The Bible does not say train up a child in the way of God. The Bible does not say train up a child in the way of the word. It does not say that. We put that in there because the book is written by God, but we have to understand that God has given us at this time a principle that works whether you believe it or not, whether you do it in God's name or not. For instance, if you, I'm just be frank, if you know someone who has been promiscuous and they had a child and they continue that that promiscuity and their child sees that, they raise their child up in that training that it's okay to be promiscuous. 
when that child gets older, they're going to struggle with promiscuity. Train up a, ch train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they get older, they will not depart from it. It's simple. If you watch that show, Power. Ghost raised his son. James uh, St. Patrick raised his son as he was a drug dealer. And his son caught on to it. Now his son is selling drugs. He never intended him for it. He never intended for his child to do that because he put him in choke and all this good stuff like that. We, if you see the show, you understand what I'm talking about. But if you understand the principle, it's the same thing. I'm just giving an example of it. So therefore, if I read in the Bible, where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. I'm going to read another one, Proverbs 15, 22. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. That's what I want to jump on right now. Proverbs 15, 22. Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. It does not say you have to have biblical sound advisors. It doesn't say you have to have your deacons, your pastor, your minister, your youth pastor. None of that. Plans fail for lack of counsel. Hmm. I want to put this in perspective. In the Old Testament, when we, when we read about, let's just say Daniel, he was under King Darius, I believe. And he wasn't a believer. Daniel ended up going to the lion's den, right? Follow me. He went to the lion's den. He did not die. That next morning, when King Darius came around to check on Daniel, he said, he said, did your God save you? He said, yeah, we saved. When he got out, all right, I'm just summing up so I can get to the point. You can go read it yourself if you, if you like. I suggest you do. When Daniel got out, King Darius said, we're going to serve the God that Daniel serves. He never converted to, to, to becoming a believer. You follow what I'm saying? But his connection to King Darius put him in a position of authority. So <clears throat> even though the king, excuse me, even though the king did not believe in the same God of Daniel, Daniel and the, and the faith that he had put him in a position to be in authority to put certain things in place for all the people. You understand what I'm saying? The same thing with Joseph uh, in a multicolored coat. He went through all that hell to get to the point where he was second in command. The king and the pharaoh, the, the leader, the one over him, never converted to becoming a believer. He just put him in, in charge. Do you follow what I'm saying? Do you catch what I'm saying? The principle here, you don't have to make everybody around you a believer and everybody around is going to help you. He's not going to be a believer. You need to you need to get around good counsel and many advisors based upon the vision that God has given you. It's the dead honest truth. And we have to get that in our mind, because regardless of what you want to do, whether you want to be in radio, want to be on TV, superstar, singer, dancer, journalist, publisher, it doesn't matter. You are going to have to connect with people who may not believe in what you believe in, but they see the what's the word I'm looking for. They see the use and the value of your gift and ability. Uh, you believe what you want to believe, but we need you here to work with this. Now, if you're stuck in either one working believers, eyes and working believers, you go right on ahead and do that. I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. What I am telling you is that you need to expand your horizons and open up your mind to believe and know that God controls all things. Sometimes people struggle to live a blessed life because they think that everything that's blessing or a blessing to you is something that comes from another believer. That's not the case. God uses people. Okay? He uses whatever, whatever can be used to get his point through in the cross. 
There are going to be a lot of times you're going to have an idea or a plan or a vision, and you're going to have to go to somebody who's not a believer. Let's call them wicked. And present it to them, and they may give you the funds you need to get it done. I'm not saying go out there and, you know, jump on a pole and be a stripper or anything like that or sell dope. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is open up your mind to different ways of how God can use the people around you and put you in different avenues and different doors to get things done. Because the thing about it is we're about purpose. And, and one thing that we're hearing more and more when, when someone go, goes or walks into purpose, the first kind of people, the first group of people that hate on them or question them at times is the church people that you thought would be there for you the most. Nope. Let me tell you something. Church is going to sit there and validate you. And say, God bless you. You can sing. Knowing that you just can't sing that well, but they're going to encourage you. They're going to validate you. And validation is a terrible drug. And when, you, when you're walking in purpose, you don't, you don't need validation. You need uh, effective and useful networking. You are connecting with people for guidance, wisdom, and mentorship. Not for validation. I don't need you to validate my belief or my or my walk with Christ. I need your help to get this vision out. I don't care how you feel about me or anything else to a point. You have to be social with people and responsible and socially responsible. But I'm not working with you just because you are a believer or not a believer. I'm working with you because you are the person that's going to give me to the next place to get this vision done. Validation is surely needed. It's great, but it is not... Um, it's not the time for validation for some things right, at this point. Validation is the action of checking or proving the validity or accuracy of something. I don't need you to validate me. As a matter of fact, I don't need to validate you. We need to work together on a common ground so we can get to the next stage. Because truth of the matter is, once I get what I have to get from you and, and, what, and what you have to get from me, we're going to go to the next stage. And you may not be there. I just need good counsel right now. I know it seems kind of harsh. You just need something, somebody. We all need some, somebody. Let's be honest, okay? But I'm saying this in this matter and there's a way for you to, to, so people can get in their mind. You don't need to be around Christians, sold out believers all day long to get the will of God done. That's not how it works. Pharaoh never believed in Moses' God. Never did. But God still worked all kinds of miracles right there in Egypt. Even until, even until Pharaoh's death. Great Ramesses. Have y'all seen Prince of Egypt? I know what I'm talking about. And I believe and I have seen, I know that sometimes that people don't take their gifts, their ability and their vision and their, even their, and their craft to the world because the world is too harsh. The world's going to tell you what is and what is not. If it's good, if it's better, in between. The church sometimes is going to validate you, and it's a drug because they keep validating, keep validating, keep validating, but no one's really helping you. The world's going to tell you, you trash, man. You need to go back and do something else or, 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 or get better. That ain't going to work. That ain't no good. And we don't want to hear that. A lot of people don't. You don't want to hear that what you put your time, effort, and sweat, blood, and tears, there ain't no good. Truth of the matter is, it could be better. That's it. It could just be better. But but you but you just want to take your time and get validated or be popular among your church. That's not how it works, fam. Not at all. Because we gotta keep in mind that as much as we love our church and our church loves us, and I was raised and born in, I was raised and born in the church. 
born and raised, Baptist raised, baby. I understand. We were like family, still family. Times have changed. And what I have realized of growing older is that I don't need to be continuously validated by these people. I have to get what God has given me out of these four walls. I can still be impactful here, but this is not it. I got to get the people who don't know Christ. I got to get the people who are having a hard time believing in the power of what it is to be the church. I got to get this thing that God has given me, this vision that God has given me to some people who may not even understand or know what the power of God is. I cannot limit myself just because I'm comfortable. Because one thing about this podcast and living a blessed life, I like to explain it, it's not just for you to live a blessed life. It's to you, it's this thing is to encourage you to use what God has given you to help someone else live a blessed life. Because if what you're doing is just for you, it's not going to go far at all. Not at all. It has to be bigger than just you. It should be bigger than just you. Now, I respect all religions and everything in between, but I have never seen a religion that's just for themselves. There isn't a good one out there like that. Good one as in like, that's the good old religion. I ain't, I ain't like that. Each religion, whether, whether it's Islam, whether it's Buddhist, Confucianism, Christendom, uh, it doesn't matter. All of them are made to help someone else. Look at the Jehovah's Witness. They rolling out here. I'm in Florida, y'all. 100 degrees outside. Dew point make it 114 degrees outside. No wind. We in Central Florida. These cats got on suit, suit tie, slacks, Stacy Adams shoes, a, a hat, walking around knocking on doors to tell someone else about their Jehovah. Because in their mind, they understand this is not just, it, it can't just be about us. And they're trying to do that. Not just them, a bunch of other religions as well. I just want this came to mind right now. And I'm doing this podcast just to simply help some people realize that, hey, you can live a blessed life and you're going to live a blessed life, but also be mindful. Let's help someone else live a blessed life as well. You have to connect to the right people. Network. You can't just network with believers. You cannot. There are so many people out there that are waiting for you with your vision. Once you make your vision plain, you get it on out there, they will know who to connect you with and keep going and going and going. All right? These 15 minutes, I'm telling you, just these 15 minutes, I just hope they help you and that you realize that you can be and you are great. Expand your mind, expand your horizon. All I need was 15 minutes of your time today. I love with the love of Christ. Share this text and people. Keep me remember, live a blessed life and be blessed. Peace.